Welcome to the Real Estate Mastery Minute with your host, Joe Schulteis. On our show, we give you tips, tricks, and ideas to take your real estate career to the next level. This way, you don't turn into one of the statistics of 87% of agents will fail in the first five years in the industry. This is going to be the second uh, the second part about the comparative market analysis. Um, didn't want to go too long on it because I'm trying to keep all the podcasts at 10 minutes or less. So um, please go back if you haven't listened to the last one and jump out, you know, before jumping into this one. So now that you picked up your comparable homes and you, you, you looked at, Hey, you're looking at size, you're looking at age, you're looking at um, number of bedrooms, bathrooms, garage space, all those things. Now, now what are we going to do now that you compare, you know, pick that is, Hey, the more, the home, more properties you have, the better, but at a bare minimum, you want at least six to ten properties to treat you know, to truly uh, to truly make this comparable properties. Now, what do you, how I'm how I'm explaining this is when you're looking at that is if you can have two or three active listings, have pro, you know have that other ones are going to be all sold. When you're looking at the sold properties, you know, range them from hey, these sold within the last three months. These ones sold within three months to six months. These ones sold between six months and a year because you're going to have to price those different. But also make sure that they're going to be true comparables. They're going to be close enough. They're going to be, you know, they're, you know, they're going to be, if, if they're not close enough, that they're going to be within that specific area. Um, it, like, for instance, hey, this city doesn't, you know, this little city, you know, they're 2,500 people. Okay. We'll find another city that has, you know, that's very comparable in size that has the same amenities as well. For instance, I had I, one time I had an appraiser that I just couldn't, you know, couldn't get around. I actually had to ask for a different appraisal because what they did was they couldn't find comparables in that specific city. It's a town of, well, 3,500 people, you know, not huge, not, you know, not nothing big, but they couldn't find it. So, Instead of finding a comparable, they actually used it from a different county and a different, you know, not only a different county, but a different size. You know, the, that or this city or the, this little city that uh, that had the house on there had, you know, grocery store, had all the amenities that, that you were looking for. The other one didn't even have their own school, didn't have, you know, didn't have a grocery store, had one gas station in it, you know, so it was, a, you know. If you sneezed, you, you bypassed it. And that's where they pulled, you know, that's where they pulled it from. Don't do that. If you need to, make sure that you're, you know, the city size, the, you know, the, the amenities are there as well. So that way you're truly finding the right price. Because, yeah, don't use city that doesn't have similar amenities because you're not going to find, the, you're not going to get the same buyers. But now, like we talked about is, you know, have those active listings so that way you're showing people hey these are properties that are going to you know people are going to come out and they're going to say hey your property is you know property a compares to a b or b c and d over here okay well now if you put your property on the market how are they going to be compared are they going to be similar to it hopefully you did your your due diligence like we talked about in the last last uh episode and you called up the other realtor Found out, hey, why did this property sell for for X? You know, what was going on? Was it an estate? Um, did they do major updates to be able to get that better price? 
Did it smell like cat? Did it smell like smoke? You know, whatever it was. Because now, hey, that might not be a true comparable. You know, those are the ways you do it. And never <laughs> just give, you know, say your house is worth X. You know, when you're looking at that, you know, when you're looking at comparable market, you know, when you're giving them a comparative market analysis, you should be giving them, per, you know, different prices. Hey, these properties that I had and go out and say, hey, the square footage on this property, on your property is 2,100 square feet. Comparable number one, similar in the year built, similar in bedrooms and bathrooms. But this one's only, you know, this one's only 1,900. This one sold for $450,000. Hey, now we have property, you know, property number two. Again, with this, you know, that property, that property was, you know, the property was built, you know, 10 years later. You know, this one actually has 100 more square feet, actually has another bedroom, has another half bath, you know. But your property, you know, your property has a finished basement. This one doesn't, you know. This one sold, you know, so... By doing that, you know, this this one sold for you know, 425. Third comparable. Same, you know, same square footage. Built, you know, instead of, you know, sold built three years later, has four bedrooms, three baths. This one sold for 375. But I called, you know what? This one only has a one-car garage, and the owner, you know, they stopped smoking in it, but you could still smell the smoke. You know, they tried their best. Okay, well, now you got to show them that. Hey, this is the reason why I sold for this. You know, didn't have, you know, didn't have a renovated kitchen. This one did have a renovated kitchen. Now you're breaking those things down and having that. Anytime that you're giving that comparable market analysis, make sure that, you know, that you're understanding, you're able to go back and explain the reason why you picked these comparable homes and why you made the adjustments to the price that you did. You know, it could be, hey, this one has an extra bedroom. You know, I know going from three bedrooms to four that it's about $12,000 in this area. So I added $12,000, you know, subtract $12,000 off the purchase price. Or, you know what, square footage, you know, it sold for X, you know, it, you know, this, you know, yours has an extra 200 square feet. Well, now I had to add X to your purchase price. And now, you know, going through it, hey, this one right here, uh, first and foremost, if you can find all that have you know, the same style. So if your house is a ranch house, make sure that you're finding mostly ranch houses because, you know, you're not going to have the same buyers. You know, as a two story or if you find, you know, sometimes you might like, for instance, if you have a buy level, some people, you know, a lot of people will be turned off by buy. So you better make sure that you're finding something similar to that. Because if you're comparing a ranch style house to a buy level, you know what? You're gonna have two different buyers from there. And now you're giving them a range. You know, let's say, hey, the low end, if you want to sell this tomorrow, you know, you, you just wanted to, you know, get out of here, we could sell this that, you know, we put it on the market for $395. Now we're gonna have, you know, now now everybody and their mom's gonna come here. Or you know what the other side you know other side of the market is hey we're going to do our best to get the best price possible we're okay if it sits for a little bit you know now we're looking at you know that top end is 425 or you know what we want to get you know 
we're, we don't want to get the best price possible. We're not, we don't want it to sit, but at the same time, we don't want, you know, we're okay if it's, it sits for a couple, you know, a day or two before we get an offer. Let's go right in the middle, you know, let's go to that 415 range. Hey, there we go. That's how you do a comparative price analysis. You're giving them three different numbers. You're not just saying, hey, your property is worth X because you know what? That is silly. You're giving them a range and saying it's worth between A and B. My guess, you know, if you really wanted to, it's probably C right in the middle, that that 415 range. That's where, you know, that that's where you'd be. And now you're doing this for your, your database and you're doing this for whomever regularly, whether it is quarterly, giving them a quarterly update. Maybe every, you know, maybe it's every, you know, semi-annual. You're sending it over to them. Or one, you know, I would I would do it more than once a year, but some people do it month, once a year. I've also heard of people doing it monthly and just giving them a quick update on that. Now you're you're helping out your database. You're taking care of them. Or you're doing this for, you know, for potential list or for, for potential clients. And they're able to, you know, now they're they they know what their property is worth. And now they have they have three different options on, on where to go. Instead of selling, telling them that your property is worth X, no. You can either go A, B, or C. Which one works which way works better for you? You give them an option, they're more likely to say, hey, all right, yep, A is just a little too low. I was expecting it to be B or C. You know, I need to I need it sold, but I, you know, I'm yeah, I'm okay with bypassing B because I need I need it sold. So probably C is going to be where you're at. That's what we're doing with the comparative market analysis. So now people have that and they understand it. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you guys. I love to hear your feedback. Um, leave a review. Or even better, like, like me on Facebook, the Real Estate Mastery Minute. Send me a message. I'd love to hear, you know, hear back, you know, good, bad, and different from right over there. Or what you what else would you like to do? You know, if you got something out of this, please share the podcast. Or share it with somebody that you know that will get something out of it. Please you know, go to your or go to your podcast uh, provider and leave me a review. Have a great day. God bless. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye.